the perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Chip Patterson, Tom Fernelli, Danny Cannell, and Bud Elliott. It's your call for the best college football coverage from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. Hey, y'all. What's going on? This is Bud Elliott of the Cover 3 Podcast doing a little solo episode here today as uh, our Arizona State 24-7. Chris Cartman is reporting that the Sun Devils will part ways from head coach Herm Edwards. Uh, Edwards, of course, captained his Sun Devils to a loss Saturday night. If you stayed up to watch it, it was pretty painful. Uh, to Eastern Michigan at home, and the program just continues to backslide under his leadership. And uh, Arizona State finally put a stop to it, which... Seemed like it was a long time coming, but uh, for Arizona State fans, that had to be a pretty painful last couple of years waiting for this to, uh, to happen. Anyway, just going to go over kind of what happened with Herm Edwards, and then we will talk about how good of a job this is and what kind of candidates this job might be able to attract. So uh, Edwards went 25-20 and 20 in his time at Arizona State. Started out pretty well, two bowl seasons. COVID year was interesting, but I'm not really sure that it, it – what do you even count the COVID year for in the Pac-12? These teams played like four or five games. It was not really a true sample set. All right. He did a pretty bad job overall. It was an interesting hire, probably a poor hire, if you look back on it from the start. He was a really poor in-game coach. His NFL style of coaching, which uh, a lot of punting, a lot of field goals, that does not serve you well in college football because college football is a higher scoring environment. So if you make those mistakes in the old NFL, which is where Herm came from, uh, it was okay. You could get away with it. If you make mistakes in games that, ha that have 60 or 70 combined points in them, it really starts to cost you. So Arizona State was pretty good at losing games close, uh, but they were not very good at winning games. They were also not good. And regardless of how you feel about these rules, they were pretty clearly the one of the schools, probably the school, flaunting them the most while other staffs were trying to pay attention to it. And those rules were the, you can't host kids during the height of COVID. And Arizona State, it looks like there's quite a bit of evidence that they actually had recruits on campus at that time. They got dimed out, we think, by a couple guys on their staff who were not happy about some of the things that were going on there. Uh, Arizona State has, I think, disputed some of those, but ultimately it, it's kind of messy 
The NCAA investigation is ongoing. As you guys know, that can take quite a long time. Uh, but yeah, it, ultimately it caused all these kids to leave the program. They weren't very happy there, it seemed. And obviously the, the thing was going in the wrong direction. Um, Herm almost certainly should have been fired last year, but Ray Anderson, the athletic director at Arizona State, used to be Herm's agent. So they're pretty chummy, and you kind of had to think, or at least I thought, that if President Michael Crow was going to get Herm Edwards out, he was probably going to have to fire Ray Anderson too. However, in the statement that Arizona uh, State released, it was termed a mutual parting of the ways. And that statement was released by Ray Anderson. So perhaps Ray Anderson is going to be able to stay on and, and keep his job. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's a lot going on here. It was a bad hire from the start. The high school recruiting the last two years has just been non-existent. They actually did a pretty good job with a couple of kids they signed in terms of good evaluations. And I thought player development at some spots was okay and, and lacking at others. Ultimately, just uh, a real missed opportunity for Arizona State. If you think about it, when Herm took over, Arizona was kind of a mess. And they had an opportunity to really just drive the nail home and, and take a big-time lead in that state. Instead, they just kind of spun their wheels and then put that thing in reverse where Arizona made a hire in Jed Fish, who looks to be doing a pretty good job recruiting at the high school level and working in the transfer portal. And now Arizona State, whoever they hire, is going to have to play catch-up. So, so from the outside here, it looks like some competent leadership at Arizona State taking this long to do it. Uh, but, uh, hey, when you hire your friends, sometimes it can get messy if your friends don't do a good job. Let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, we will go ahead and talk about just how good of a job this is now, how good of a job it can be, and maybe some of the candidates that they can and probably cannot attract. All right, welcome back in to the Cover 3 Podcast. I'm Bud Elliott, solo episode here today. A little ad break was for our audio side. Obviously, you're not, uh, you're not hearing that on YouTube because we are live. We really appreciate you guys joining us live. Please like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that little like button down below. Got a good number of folks here liking, liking and we, we appreciate you all. How good of a job is Arizona State? I, I think it's an interesting question. To me, it's not in a good place right now. However, if a couple things work out, it could be a very good job. So you think about this. Right now, they have potential sanctions hanging over their head. We don't know what that's going to look like. We don't know if the NCAA will potentially mitigate some of the damages because Arizona State did finally decide to fire Herm Edwards. Uh, we also don't know what the conference affiliation will be like for the Pac-12. I think at this point, we are assuming, or at least I am, that the recent announcement of the coming playoff expansion is likely going to slow conference expansion out west at least somewhat because of the ability to get a guaranteed team into the playoff with the sixth highest ranked uh, you know, conference champions getting in. And there are ongoing TV contract issues with both the Pac-12 and the Big 12. We don't really know where Arizona State is going to end up. But if, if these two things work out, they certainly could be a pretty attractive job. 
Arizona State is a nice place to recruit to. There's a lot of pretty people there. It's a lot of fun. Academically, they don't have Stanford-level standards, right? And I'm saying that as a guy that went to Florida State, so I'm not trying to, to rag on Arizona State. But there are certain schools where you can get kids in that you probably can't get in elsewhere, and Arizona State is one of those, at least out west. But it's also tough. I mean, you, you're in a league where Utah's a better job. I think UCLA is a better job. USC, Oregon, certainly. All, all those are, are better jobs and, and potentially a couple more who are on that level. Jed Fish doing work at Arizona, as we mentioned before the ad break, makes this thing a little bit tougher, right? They are with a nice head start, and they are probably going to continue to put distance between themselves and Arizona, or in Arizona State for at least one more recruiting class. However, the transfer portal does offer hope. Whomever Arizona State hires can go out and potentially reinvigorate the roster, not to a championship level, but just to avoid continued backslide uh, by hitting the portal heavy. We, we've seen, heck, just look, look across the state at Arizona. They, they went very portal heavy this year, and then they, they beat North Dakota State on Saturday night and appear to be an improved squad. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What can they pay? I really don't know what Arizona State's budget is going to be. I don't know what their donor situation is. I know that for a while they were uh, annoyed on that staff with the lack of a collective at Arizona State, which I believe has been remedied somewhat. Correct me in the chat if I'm wrong about that. I apologize. I mean, it, it's it's hard to go live at a moment's notice for whichever of these 132 teams wants to just fire somebody. But I don't think you're going to make seven, eight million dollars a year at Arizona State. Can they pay three? Can they pay four? I don't know. Potentially, uh, can they hire a big time guy? Like, can they get a a Matt Rule? I don't know. I'm I'm kind of doubtful on that. Can they get, I don't know, somebody else who you, you guys think is a big-time name right now? Would, would they get, I guess, a Hugh Freeze, although he comes with certainly a lot of baggage? If they can pay 4 or $5 million, though, there's a lot of guys who I think would be interested in this job. I'm just going to run down a list, and, and you let me know. And what, what about Todd Munkin? Are you interested in running that, that offense there in the desert? You know, a guy in Dan Mullen, I think, actually would be really interesting. Dan Mullen, his failure at Florida was not being able to recruit at the level of Kirby Smart and Nick Saban, which is the expectation at Florida because the Gators want to win national titles 
not just finish third in the East or second in the East. But at a job like Arizona State, that's not really the expectation. Nobody, if they're do, doing this right, and I think I define doing it right as like thinking like Kentucky, understanding what your job is and what it's not, setting up your coach to have success within those constraints, and then rewarding him if he has that success, like Kentucky does with Mark Stoops. Every time he wins seven games, he gets an automatic one-year contract extension and a raise. I think Dan Mullen would have Arizona State going to bowls all the time and potentially, you know, playing for the conference maybe once every three, four years. Okay. What about Justin Wilcox? Wilcox has done a really good job at Cal on the defensive side. Cal, I think, is a terrible place to coach, just given the support that you get from the administration and surrounding area. The issue is he continues to just be one of these defensive-minded head coaches who refuses to play offense via his hires. Would Justin Wilcox be willing to leave Cal and go to Arizona State? And if so, would Arizona State really want to hire another defensive guy? Uh, I don't know. Probably not, given that Herm Edwards' teams were pretty brutal to watch You know, uh, on the offensive side of the ball. And selling tickets is certainly a part of this. I think Tom Herman uh, could be a guy to look at as well. He did fail at Texas, but as we've seen, a lot of coaches fail at Texas. There's been one guy who didn't fail at Texas over the last four or so years and a whole lot of dudes who did fail. He would bring a lot of excitement, a lot of energy, and uh, maybe he's ready to get back into the game. What about Troy Troy Calhoun of the Air Force? Do you want to run that that type of offense there? I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe you do. How about Brian Harson? Now, Harson is still employed as of this recording. However, uh, Auburn's recruiting is completely in the tank. The AD who hired him has now been uh, you know, mutually gone, right? Whatever you want to say there, but I, like, I think he was told to find work. Auburn just got blasted yesterday by Penn State. And this is not really making the case for Brian Harson, but he is more of a West Coast guy. Uh, he is in a situation where you have to recruit like Mullen was, and he's not a good recruiter. So I think he's made some inspired hires in the back office staff and uh, you know GM type stuff. But overall, Harson's not going to work out there at Auburn. I, I expect this to be his last year there, just reading the tea leaves. No, no inside information, just other than the common sense that happens to be inside my head when you lose by 30 to Penn State and Jordan Hare. But West Coast doesn't have to recruit like a maniac, but comes from the SEC now a little bit. Did a nice job at Boise at times. Can see that. Uh, what about Lance Leipold? Now, maybe Nebraska is interested there. You want to talk about a guy who would have that program doing pretty well. Uh, Lance Leipold wins everywhere he goes. You want to roll the dice and go with somebody, you know, a really good recruiter, but also young and experienced. What about Kenny Dillingham? He was at Arizona State before when Mike Norvell was there. He's now the offensive coordinator at Oregon. Probably, you know, probably not enough experience to get it just. Off the top of my head, one year as a true OC, maybe not. What about Alex Grinch? Improved Oklahoma's defense quite a bit every year that he's been there. USC's defense this year looks improved under him. So that could be interesting. Uh, Derek Mason, maybe you want to go, go defense again. Uh, although, really, like, do you want to go defense again? Because you just had Herm, and that's some boring football if you're not good. And Arizona State's probably not going to be good for a while you got to sell some tickets i think troy taylor at sacramento state could be an interesting name if you guys want to go there uh, 
pretty exciting guy. Like as far as his offenses understands how to run a program. Okay. Uh, what about Brent Brennan? San Jose State has done a nice job under him. That is a really, really tough program. He recruits well there, given the the resources. That that would make some sense. The chat wants me to talk about Dion. Uh, I'm I'm sure. Okay, I'm not sure. Wouldn't shock me if Dion would would take that. However, like, isn't Dion pretty tied in with some of the guys that you just quote unquote fired or mutually departed with? Herm and Dion were both uh, like celebrity coaches for un- the Under Armour All America game, and they obviously know each other pretty well from their time there spent in the NFL and in, or- in Orlando. Uh, several other guys on that staff, I think, are, are pretty close with Dion. So I don't know if if they would want to. Uh, maybe it just feels too close to home, even though Dion, I think, the way he coaches is, is pretty different from what you get with Herm. Uh, Urban Meyer, I don't think would take Arizona State. To me, he's just, he's a guy who that's sort of beneath him. I'm not trying to rip on Arizona State here, just thinking out loud for that. Chat is suggesting uh, some more interesting names. Jay Hill at Weber State. I don't really know enough about him, so I'm not going to comment on something that I don't know about. Look, there's a lot of guys who... I think could do a good job here if things break right. And if things break right, I mean, you have enough money to pay the head coach four or five, and you have enough money to bring in a quality staff. Also by breaking right, I mean, the conference affiliation makes sense. Like there's not a bunch of movement in the, the, the remaining best schools in the PAC 12 of which I would, I don't think I would really put Arizona state as one, but I guess you could in theory, uh, they don't leave you and the potential sanctions from the NCAA stuff. Uh, don't set you really behind the eight ball. If those things all align, I could see this program flipping back around pretty quickly. If not, then uh, this is maybe a guy you're hiring to do a cleanup job, and then the the guy who comes in after this guy is the next dude. All right, let's take a couple questions from chat here, and then I'm going to go downstairs because it is Sunday afternoon, and I've been working on some stuff, really, really exciting stuff coming for Cover 3. I, I will tell you we have a we have a pretty dope three-person interview coming for uh, not next week, but the week after that, that I just lined up today. So if you guys are big Cover 3 fans, I think you'll really enjoy that. Okay, questions from the chat here. Uh, Dillingham with those ties to Arizona State, but yeah, he needs time at Oregon, says Williams Nike. Here's one from Hook and Lateral. Uh, Jeff Levy. I mean, Levy just does a tremendous job everywhere he goes with that offense. What about Alice Golesh at Tennessee? Tennessee's offensive coordinator. You know, he has more experience than some of the coordinators we've talked about on, on, on today's show. They run a really exciting offense. I I do think if you're Arizona State, you need to go offense. You need to score some points. You need to sell some tickets. Dan Mullen would score points. I know Munkin would score some points. Uh, Tom Herman is somebody who I think would score some points. So we'll... We'll see. Will Muschamp? No, I, I really don't think that they're going to go. Muschamp as a head coach, guys, has just been terrible. To be honest, like I'm not. I don't know if that was a sarcastic suggestion, but his teams just don't play offense at all. He's had, I think, eight years head coaching experience, and Muschamp's teams just do not play offense. Jeff Tedford is suggestion from the chat. Probably a little bit too old at this point. I, I think I guess Arizona State goes a little bit younger after they just hired Herm, who's pretty old. 
Manny Diaz would be an interesting one. He didn't do that bad of a job at Miami. Uh, Bill O'Brien, okay, uh, I could see it if you're impressed with the job he's done there at Alabama. So, interesting uh, question here from Craig Craig Berry in the chat. Do you think they'd want to go young or with a guy who's done it before and not worked out? Well, I, I don't know. I my guess here is you can go young, but not super young. My guess, and I think they will want somebody who has college head coaching experience. Herm was just an odd fit because he was just so NFL. He hadn't been in the college game in in thirty or forty years. Jamie Chadwell would be really interesting. I, I in my mind, I don't necessarily think about him leaving the South, but he would have really really successful offenses there. He understands how to build a program. To me, that makes quite a bit of sense. All right, we are almost to 20 minutes here. Really appreciate you guys jumping on. Again, I I don't know who's going to get this job. The news only broke uh, just, I don't know, minutes ago. Please check out Sun Devil Source, the excellent Arizona State site on the 24-7 Sports Network. Just, guys, those guys are amazing. And, I mean, they run a top-notch site. I, I go there all the time. Injury updates, practice notes, good features on the team. They do a great job with the video. They also have a podcast. Um, they're they're on this thing. So if you're an Arizona State fan and you've not checked it out, we always have sign-up deals running on 24-7 sports. I think Chris Carpenter runs a hell of a site. I really do. And check him out. Really appreciate you guys. And we'll see you on Monday. What time? 11 o'clock Eastern, live on this channel. Appreciate you all. Thumbs up, like the video, and get us to 20K subscribers. Peace.